Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 146 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. This is Mark Vila, and we're here from Coldesi discussing contact pages that work. Yeah, last time, last time, last episode we did one on uh, product pages, mm-hmm. very e-commerce site, and we thought we would make it a little theme because while the um, while the product page is probably what I think is the most important page on a website for most websites, mm-hmm. um, the contact page is a, is a is the close number two. Uh, because you've got people, you've got you've got an opportunity there. People have already decided that they want to reach out. And the contact page, when they get there, is um, where they'll decide what their next step actually is. Yeah, and that's great. And I want to take another point about this episode, last week's episode and the week before that, is we kind of started this um, a few weeks ago with uh, prepping for 2020 and next year's plan and things like that. Yep. And this is all part of it. This is um, taking a look at your business and taking a look at your website uh, because some of the stuff we're going to talk about this page might not be something you're uh, or in these contact pages might not be something you fix today, but it's a plan that you're making. And, and this is all, all rounds out to um, preparing for preparing your business for success as usual, as every episode might be. And we're going to, we're going to break it up into uh, two sections. First, we're going to talk about the contact pages themselves. And then we're going to talk about thank you pages, which I think are equally or more important. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a special bonus section at the end. You have to wait a little bit before Mark Feel is going to tell you about yeah, this, what happened this, to us. This bonus section is better than last week's bonus section. Yeah. Last week's bonus section just wasn't part of the 10 things. And, and I think it was 10. It was, yeah, we just didn't want to do 11. I, I just think. didn't want to do 11. But this, so this actually is, um, is going to get you an insight into the marketing minds of the marks from Cold Essie. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And it's terrifying. Let's uh, <laughs> not that deep, Mark. Not that okay. deep the minds, just a just sliver. So, uh, so first, first, I want to point out that we're going to put a link in the notes to uh, a pretty good article I found. I mean, when you Google anything, you're bound to get um, some crappy answers, mm-hmm. but um, there's a, there's a site that I found that's got some good examples of contact form designs, and we'll walk you through some options. So we're going to link to that in the in the notes as well. So when you're done with the podcast, you're going to be all inspired. You'll have a place to go to kind of use as a reference on what you might choose your contact page um, to look like. Okay, great. I love that. I love that. So. Let's just go, let's start from the beginning as we shall. Yep. And really just describe what a contact page is, why it's important. So um, I uh, I don't want to say dumb things down because that seems almost insulting. But I like to, whenever I describe anything on the podcast or in an article or a video, I always kind of like really dive into the very beginning. So what is a contact page? Um. That's a page on your website, typically from the menu, from the header or the footer, and actually says the word contact us, talk to us, reach to reach out to us, whatever it might be. 
but it's a place where people are specifically going and looking, typically seeking out on your website because they want to talk to you, share some information with you, ask a question. Okay. So that's specifically what this is. And um, the contact us page is almost like um, going up to a counter at a store where the employees are. So you can ask them a question. Right. That's, that's what, that's essentially what that is in, in so many words, if we're comparing it to a physical place and you create a single, typically it's a singular page on the website. Sometimes it's built into the footer or, or into another page, but it might just be a page in and of itself. And I think today we'll just discuss it as if it's, if it, uh, it separate is. page. Yeah. Right. But I, I, I really like your analogy of somebody um, walking up to, you know, if you're in a retail store and you're shopping for clothing, you know, um, then the contact page would be the, the front counter or the salesperson walking around uh, ready to answer questions. You know, somebody goes there um, to get a question answered or for a few other reasons that we'll go into. Um, but I, I want to point out two things. First is, is your the reason that your customers use the contact page might be different than ours, right? So for example, uh, and it depends on the kind of website that you've got. If you go to colemanandcompany.com, you're looking for supplies or for a cutter or something like that, there's almost no reason to use a contact page, mm-hmm. right? So most of the time, what you're going to do is you're going to pick up the phone and call. You're just going to order directly online, or you're going to chat with someone. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of alternatives. Um, your customer, if you don't have a, um, an e-commerce site or you're running a site like one of the cold SE equipment sites, then those people are um, looking for more specific information. Typically, they're asking direct questions about a product or a service that we offer. Um, they don't necessarily want to interact with somebody in person right now. Mm-hmm. Um, or they've just got, they've got a longer question that they, that they need answered that they don't think that the person sitting on the site on chat or on the phone will be prepared to answer. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a great way to put it. And um, while you're talking about that and mentioning some comparing it to a retail store um, I have actually, I've got the perfect analogy for all three of the phone number, the live chat. Okay. Go. It's, it's just, it popped into my mind. Uh, Is this, is this a retail store or is this like a biker? Target. Okay specifically. So the, um, the live chat are, are like the folks walking around that you can physically see and will sometimes approach you like live chat will sometimes pop up. Can I help you? Um, or you can approach pretty easily because hopefully if you have a good target and a good store, they've got an employee on, on almost every aisle within the, right. that's kind of your live chat, your phone number are um, those little page buttons that you can hit. If you've seen those, Okay. A section and you hit, you hit something, you say, I want to talk to somebody now. Um, but they're not following you around. They're not near you. You know, you have to physically reach out. And then the contact page is the customer service desk. Okay. And you ask different things at different point in times, typically, um, for those. So, um, if you're on a product page and you have a question, so if you're in the grocery area and you want to know where something is, you typically are going to live chat with somebody. And we talked about last week having live chat. Somebody's going to ask a question about that specific product if live chat's available. Um, so, so those are some different, just, just another way to look at yeah. it. The contact okay. page is, is just getting back to it is really, it means 
people want to talk to you, no matter how we want to define it. It means they want to ask you something, tell you something, buy something potentially. Um, they need an answer to something, whatever it might be. They have a question about your physical location or the type of product that you sell, but they want to talk to you. That's right. why they found this page. Um, somebody doesn't typically Google search you, find your page, click on the link from Google and end up on the contact page. Right. Unless they asked for directions to. Yeah. They, they, they've been, they've been shopping for one reason or, or, or another. Yeah. They, so they landed on your page in one way or another, whether it was through an ad or through a Google search or through uh, just having your business card and typing it in or clicking on it through Facebook. They're typically ending up somewhere else on a product page or on the home page, or probably the two most common ones or maybe a blog post, right? Those would be the three common ones. And while they're there, they realize I would like to talk to this company for one reason or another. And they, and they go and seek out the contact page. So while they're there, Let's make it great. Let's make it yeah. a, a great place, an easy place for them to contact you. It's 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 an opportunity. If you look at it like not just another page that you're required to have on your website, it's an opportunity because they may be um, looking for an additional discount. Mm -hmm. They may be, they want to um, talk about a current order that they've already placed or are about to place. They might want to um, complain about an order and use the contact us form that happens to us occasionally. And it's just an easily accessible um, place for them to talk to you about your business. Um, they may be shopping while you're closed. So there's the phone and the chat are not available. Um, or the best, the best thing is they could be talking, want to talk to you about a bigger deal. <clears throat> you know, if someone is shopping at your store and you normally sell, you know, or even Coleman and Company, if we have quantity discounts up to a dozen, mm -hmm. if someone wants to order 500 of something, they'll generally fill out the contact form. Yeah. Right? So there's an opportunity there. So, so Mark is right. You need to make a place, um, you need to make your contact form someone that leads, something that leads a customer through the process. And, and frankly, you need to make them want to fill that out. Mm -hmm. And one thing that you might do is if you have a website, and you've got analytics on it, you might just look up your contact form in analytics and see what the bounce rate is, right? Because that's a measurement of people get to the contact form and they decide against it. They're not going to talk to you because of something on that form, you know, yeah. or maybe it was just hard to fill out or it looked too complicated. Uh, something made, it's a, it's a place where the decision is made whether or not to fill out this form and contact you or just go click away and go do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's, and it's interesting about the form because the form is important, but I think the contact us page uh, is sometimes they are looking for other, for different ways to contact you other than a form, right? So Mark and I have talked about this a lot. We want to be there for our customers in every day, every way that they want to communicate to us. Yeah. So personally, um, I don't like the forms. The form has an, there's an implication in the form that I'm not going to hear back for a while. And I probably want my answer now. Not always, but sometimes. That's fair. Uh, um, so depending on how now I want it is, is going to be what I'm, you know, and what information I'm looking for. So um, you might want to, so this is a good place The various things you could have on this page that might be important for a contact us page, assuming 
somebody is looking for something. Um, one would be if you uh, have your phone, if you have a phone number, they can call. That should be on this page. Right? 100%. Um, if you have, uh, if you do have a live chat, it should be active on this page if, if it's active or, or at least have an away message if, if you're not online. Um, you should have your address on this page if you have a physical location that you'd like to share. If you don't have a physical location you want to share like an exact address, maybe you work from home um, or something like that and you're not willing or, or able to share that address, you can maybe just put the city and state mm -hmm. or area of town if it's big enough. If yep. you're in an area so they know uh, where you're located. Um, you, could, you could also maybe put, um, you know, I don't know, storefront coming soon or something to that effect, you know, um, uh, but you want to let them know ab about where you are. Right. And then also you want to have that form. Um, and oh, lastly, uh, social media. Yep. We'll let them know because some of the folks might prefer to contact you or, or be in, they want to follow you on Facebook. They want to see what pictures you have online. They want to look at your Instagram to see some of your work. Uh, and maybe that's their preferred way of reaching out to you. So, so it's, it, it's really kind of a balance here because you want to be available to your customers in whatever way they're most comfortable with. Mm -hmm. But um, almost every business has a preference on how they would like to be communicated with. Mm -hmm. And the contact page is kind of uh, um, a spot where you can massage that. Yeah, that's because great. The, the importance of our contact, our contact us pages are, first of all, um, you know, at Coldesi is we want your email address because we're constantly building an email list. Mm -hmm. So I encourage all of our customers to do that as well as to capture email addresses whenever possible. So you can engineer your uh, contact us to emphasize a phone call if that's your primary want. You know, if you want people to call you only, then maybe it's just the phone number. Mm -hmm. If you are building an email list and you want some more time to respond, then, you know, maybe it's an email address is the is the most, let's say, has the most focus on the page. Um, you can also build some choices into the contact us page, into the form and the page itself to help you engineer your responses and figure out where you want it to go and how you want to prioritize it, right? So you can say, um, for us, if you go to coldessie.com, it's what kind of equipment are you interested in? Mm -hmm. And we make that choice because we use that form to route you to different people in the company, depending on what you say. Because we want you to connect you to an embroidery specialist or a supply specialist or DTG or whatever. Um, you can also have a reason for the contact being you want to talk about a current order because you want someone that's inquiring about a current order to go to a specific person or to get a specific kind of response. Maybe you prioritize current customers and outstanding orders more than new leads. So if you're a busy t-shirt shop and someone's got a problem with their order, you want to respond to them like right now. So if they decide not to call you and they do that, then, you know, okay, what's, what's your order number? We're going to have somebody get right back to you. Um, and if they just have a general question about what you do and who you are and what your capabilities are, maybe you want that to go to, to go to a salesperson. So the contact page is a combination of those things. When you're looking at it, you want to have your phone number. Of course, you want to give the customer the opportunity to give you an email address, but you also want to think about the rest of your business and how you want to route or engineer the information that you collect.
Is that too much? No, I, it, no. I mean, it's it's a nice it's a nice long it's a nice detailed way about explaining what it should be because what we're talking about here is like you like you mentioned, um, you might have a preferred way of contact, right? So we have the phone number on all of our pages on all of our sites. We know that if somebody picks up the phone and calls us, the they're pretty serious about an equipment investment or supply purchase. And they're most likely to um, to make that purchase with us. So we want to make sure that our phone number is available all the time. You know, um, we also are looking to um, to we email out specials. We email out a lot of different equipment. We know a lot of people might be coming in and looking at a DTG printer, and they might decide that actually embroidery is the way their business wants to go. By the time they talk to um, a cold SE representative and figure out really what they want and what their goals are. So, um, so we, we want email addresses too, to make sure because we'll communicate information about um, all of our equipment to everybody who's interested in. So, um, you will kind of want to do the same things too. I like, uh, the idea of, of also, um, you can be a little bit upfront and honest with your customers on this page. And I, and I've seen stuff like this before. Um, if you have a problem with your order and you want help right away, call. Yes. And you tell them to do that. Now, not everybody's going to listen or do it right. But but if somebody is reading through the page and they notice that, they're going to say, okay, this is where I call. You know, um, or you could say email, you know. If you have a problem with billing, you know, here's a billing email address. You know, so you'll notice um, some different things like that. Um, uh, Disney will do this. My, um, my uh, the company who provides my internet does this on the contact page they have here's how you contact technical support with a cup with a number and an email address or a link you know here's how you do different things so you can let your customers know that and um the fastest the fastest way to reach me is by calling the next best way is email i usually respond the same day or next day if it's after hours and then or fill out this page and um and i'll get back to you you know when you can but that's how i pray it prioritize it. So, I mean, it's up to you how you want to do that, but if you can let your customers know what you want them to do and what type of result they should expect from that. Right. So, so you've got the, um, the phone number, the chat, mm. the address, um, the form. Um, I would add that you also want to uh, some kind of motivation for people to fill out the form and contact you. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a big part of it because you want to make, um, you want to make the contact page just like just like your customer experience on every page. You want to make it um, kind of pleasant and motivational. Mm-hmm. You want people to contact you. That has to happen in your business. You know whether it's a direct purchase or whether or not they fill out a form or call or chat. You need that to happen for you to make money. And believe it or not, what you have on the contact page can influence that quite a bit. So you know you don't just want to have the ways you can contact. You, you want to have some other motivation say, hey, thanks for, um, congratulations on reaching this page. This is our favorite page on the entire website because we know you're interested in, talk, in talking to us just as much as we're interested in talking to you. So here's what's going to happen when you fill out the contact form. You're going to give us all the information you think we should know, and then we're going to get back to you within 24 hours. You know, um, so you... You, you have some kind of a promise of what's going to happen next. You're going to let them know that, you know, like what Mark said is, is he already has the opinion that if he fills out a contact form, 
that means no one's going to get back to him right away. So in order to get Mark Velo to fill out your contact form, you've got to put on the contact page, hey, I know what you're thinking, that you're going to fill out this form and you're never going to hear from us, or it's going to be a week. That's not the way it works at Cold Essie. You fill out this form, you're going to get three emails right away that tell you what you probably already want to know. And we're going to have someone return your phone call or reach out to you personally within 24 hours. You know, that way, okay, now, like, okay, I'm, I'm shopping for something. I can't find it. I don't want to chat or I don't want to call. They go to that page and they see this message from you that says, don't worry, just put it down. I promise we're going to get right back to you. You know, so that's, that's the motivation. Yeah. And then the form itself has got all the things that we already talked about, like the opportunity to pre-qualify somebody. Um, you still get the directions and the locations. You give them the opportunity to fill out the form, to call or to chat. Um, and you try to motivate them in the content somewhere to do one of those things. Yeah, and, and you had made some other notes in here too that I liked about that of what should be on the page. You know, and I like how you said, you know, motivate folks to want to call um, or uh, want to fill out the form or whatever it might be. And this isn't something that uh, a practice I've always um, put in. But, but it's important, I think. It, and it actually makes a lot of sense. You, know, you can put things like reviews on this page. Yeah. If you have a feed of your Google reviews or shopper approved or, or something like that, um, you could put reviews on this page. So people on there who are thinking about reaching out to you are seeing maybe a little feed of all of your four and five star reviews that you've gotten from people. Um, uh, you, you had written a personal message. I like that a lot too. You know, just, just say, um, you know, hey, it's me or hey, it's us. This is our company. You know, uh, you're great. We love to do this. Can't wait to talk to you. Yep. Stuff like that. I think for a while we had a quote from uh, Scott Coleman, the president of um, uh, Cold Essie, talking about, you know, his, his motivation uh, of helping our customers achieve their dreams. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and it's just great. Like, you know, you read, you, you get a nice clean thank you page with good information on it. Motiv motivating statements to help you uh, realize the kind of company that you're talking to. And then a message from the owner um, that gives your company a little personality and just, you know, hopefully makes you feel better about giving the information on the form. Okay. So, so, you know, thank you pages. So yeah, let's, we should talk about that since you mentioned it, right? Um, yes. That's part two kind of of this podcast here is what app they are going to fill out a form. Now the, um, the contact form after they fill it out. So we're talking about it's after hours probably, or, um, or maybe you don't, you don't have a phone number or a live chat available, or you don't want to put an email address on there. And there's problems with all those things, right? So actually, before we get to thank you pages, there's a couple problems we need to discuss. Okay. Um, one is, um, if you have a contact form, you have to worry about bots finding it. Right. Good point. So um, bots will find it inevitably. And these are going to be uh, programs out on the internet um, that are written by people to search for contact forms. And the program just goes around the internet and just looks for contact forms and then fills it in with something. And it's typically trying to sell you something. Um, some of these things can be, um, extremely offensive if you're faint of heart, you know, so watch out, you know, there are, some, there are things that are for uh, adults only that will pop in through these. 
Um, there are scams, products, there are th fake things like uh, about, um, oh, there's a problem with your banking. You know I mean? There's a right. lot. So Mark had made a note. Um, you put a CAPTCHA in there. You know, you put a bot prevention tool in the content. And, and a CAPTCHA is just where you, you put in the numbers that are displayed yeah. on the screen or the numbers and letter combinations that are almost impossible to read. Or you go through and you try to find the fire hydrant or the school bus. Yeah, the traffic or the light. crosswalk in the pictures. So I'm not a robot, you know, things like that. So um, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to prevent robots from going through there. And it's interesting because when I think of a robot, I think of um, like metal and gear yeah. and things. But on the internet. I think of Lost in Space. I think yeah, of Danger Will Robinson. Yeah. That's really yeah. a classic one. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide is usually what I'm thinking of. The depressing. There you go. So, um, but but a, a robot also can be a bot on the web that's actually a computer program doing this. And so you want to um, you want to watch out for those. And you typically, if you are, are using a web service like Wix or Shopify or, or something like that, they're going to have options like this built in. Um, if you hire a company to help build your page for you, um, they're probably already going to suggest and do this because they're going to know. Um, and if they don't suggest and do this, then um, I'd be uh, I'd be curious why they didn't. Right. Because it's pretty important. Your, your website will eventually be found, and then you're going to get a hundred emails every minute. You know, a literally yeah. that could happen one day, and then all of a sudden it just never stops, and it really it clogs up your email inbox, it clogs up your website. So you want to block these things. So that's one one important thing. Uh, let's see, was it, was there anything else we need to discuss into what to watch out for on those pages? No, I, I, I think, I think that's it. You know, the, um, you just have to make sure that your con your contact page is working properly. Um, because if someone fills out a form, it has to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, um, ours, for example, goes in, might go into an email service. Um, it could just email you a, um, a copy of the contact information, or it could grow, go directly into a CRM software, contact management software, or some combination of those things. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure that that's actually happening. Yeah. And you should probably do that on a regular basis. Um, and that is one of the things that we'll talk about when we get to the bonus section. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's right. So what that's what's great about this is this form can do whatever you want. The yep most cheap free way is typically it just sends you an email and it has whatever information that's done. And actually we still do this at Coleman and company. When, yeah. you, when you fill it out, it, it sends an email out to the, to our staff and, uh, and they all get it. And it says whatever, whatever it is, I have a problem with an order. I have a question about a product, whatever it is. And that might, um, that might be really beneficial for you. It depends really on what the contact form is about what the page is like, you know, things like that. But um, we have so many uh, reasons to, uh, so many ways to reach out to people that um, if there's, if they're submitting a contact form, we just want everybody to see it just because it's probably important. And anyway, the other, there is one other problem though, before I wanted to okay. say, is, um, mentioned about um, email addresses being on that page. Now, um, a lot of a lot of companies will do this, and that's fine. I don't really necessarily have a problem with it. But um, those bots, again, there are bots out there that go out and search for email addresses on the web, and they will find that email address and they'll add you to their spam list, and then you will get junk email sent to that email address. 
Um, that's that's an inevitability if that email address is on the web. Um, if you sent an email in or out or ever filled out a form for that email or auto replied on that email, whatever it might be, it's going to get out there. But just know that um, it's probably not a good idea to put your personal inbox as the um, as the email address there. That's a good call. That's you a good call. Use some sort of an alias that you can control what happens with those emails. And uh, if you choose to just have it forward to your per to your personal inbox, that's fine. Yeah. Especially if you're a really small business, you're going to get like five of those contact forms a year. You right. know, if you're a really small business, people aren't going to be reaching out to you that way. You're going to get a lot of word of mouth business. You're going to get a lot of phone calls and texts and emails from people that you know. Um, but so maybe uh, you just you just have it. So you can have customer service at, help at, info at, um, contact at your web store, yep. web address. And that can just forward right to your inbox or it can go to a separate inbox or, or whatever you think that is, whatever you think is best for your business. Okay, that's okay. good. So um, now um, after you fill it out, some forms have the little gray box that pops up that says, thanks for filling out the form. Yes. And uh, it's touching, touching. I always get a little choked up when I see that one. Uh, uh, a confirmation that when you filled out the form, it worked is important. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to make a case for is that what we're going to refer to as a thank you page is more important and better for your business. So um, take it over, Mark. Yeah. So um, thank you page is a big deal. And there's actually like a, a whole set of marketing science a whole study of thank you pages that, that that's done to see, you know, what kind of an impact it can have. And regardless of what sources you use, um, all the information that you will ever find on thank you pages will motivate you to create one for your business. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what happens when you fill out a form on any of the cold SE sites, you go to one of our thank you page pages, which I have to say are very well designed. Um, the thank you page, um, fulfills a couple of different purposes. First of all, you do get to confirm that, yes, you filled out the form correctly. We got it, mm -hmm. you know, which is important because it's annoying if you fill out a thank you, if you fill out a form and nothing happens when you're done. So you don't know if it actually succeeded in sending. Yeah. Um, but, it, but, but the elements of a good thank you page are first, you know, you've got to reinforce that somebody made a good decision in giving you that information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's always, um, <clears throat> hey, thanks for contacting Cold Essie. You made the right choice. You know, um, congratulations. You've hooked up with the best company in the business for doing what we do. We've helped 32,000 people just like you achieve their dreams. So you're well on your way. Thanks for reaching out to Cold Essie. You know, there's this kind of reinforcing statement you know, just the, it's the other end of the motivation on the contact page. You're in good hands, fill out this form. The thank you page is, hey, you made a great decision. Thanks for filling out the form. <clears throat> it's a good choice. Mm -hmm. And the next is kind of a, um, a list of things that you want them to do next. So if you had your choice of a customer doing anything after they filled out a contact form on your website, mm -hmm. what would it be? I mean, maybe it's uh, for them to continue shopping. You know, if you've got an e-commerce site, maybe it's thanks. Um, we appreciate that. Here's all the uh, reasons you made a great decision. Hit this bus button to keep shopping for more, more cool stuff. 
you know, maybe that's your thank you page, continue shopping. Or maybe you have a featured product that you're just rolling out that you want to introduce people to that they might have missed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are searching for something on Coleman and Company or Best Blanks, or if you reach Coleman and Company for embroidery supplies and you fill out a form, or you reach Best Blanks to talk about sublimation and you fill out a form, you know, maybe um, each one of those companies wants to talk to you about heat presses, you know, or the patch kit or the, um, the Roland BN20 print and cut. You know, there are other things that you might want to call their attention to, and this is the place to do it. You've got look at this new product. Um, on, uh, on some of the cold, cold SE sites, we've also got helpful and inspirational articles or customer success stories mm-hmm. that are linked to. So, hey, you filled out a form for an Avance embroidery machine, here are three pieces of content that our other customers love. One would be how to price your embroidery work. Number two would be uh, tips on setting up your website. Number three might be sign up for the, you know, to get uh, emailed about the Custom Apparel Startups podcast. You know, or here's an episode on the eight mistakes people make in starting an embroidery business. You so, know, so, all, yeah. so basically what you're doing is, is you, you pulled them into your universe with that thank you page. And in other words, you've got their attention. They would like to talk to you. What else would, what else do you want to show somebody that you've got that much attention for? And um, uh, one example, if we want to talk about retail experiences um, might be uh, when you're going through the checkout line, you're at Marshall's or TJ Maxx or the grocery store or literally anywhere. Um, during checkout, they've got other things that they want that they'll want to sell you right there while you're waiting in line, while you're at the register, you're at a gas station. Um, they've got you know all the all the extra things they would like impulse to sell. Impulse buys, yeah, you're there. Impulse buys and um, uh, impulse buys, common accessories, things people like, popular popular products, um, products that they really want to push, products that are on sale, um, whatever it might be, products that are high margin. These are all things that will typically end up in checkout. And this is a little bit like the thank you page. Um, While somebody is interacting with you, you've got the opportunity to show them profitable products or products that you find might be really interesting or products that are on sale or just more information about your company to get them to want to interact with you. Yeah. And so this is, this is the exact spot to do, to do something like that because they, you've already had their attention. They trust you enough to provide a phone number or an email address, their name, things like that. So they've already crossed a path of trust with you where they've uh, decided to provide their email address or their phone number, yeah. which is, um, which is. Uh, mildly sacred information, you know, we'll, there's levels of that, but there's not going to give your email address out every web page you go to everywhere. You have to decide if you feel, if you trust this website enough yeah. to provide your email address or phone number. So they do. So make sure that you embrace um, that, that level of the relationship you're at by giving right. them something else to do or giving them something else to learn about you. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that complicated. Um, no. But for example, um, I prefer encouraging people to um, subscribe to your social media profiles um, on the thank you page than on the contact page, mm-hmm. uh, because on the you know 
on the contact page, on the thank you page, you've already got all their information and know what they want. I don't want someone to go to the, to the contact page and click away to Facebook. Yeah. So and, I, and, and a lot of that's goal driven, right? So why? Yeah. It depends on your business. Yeah. So Mark Stevenson is, is considering this from, he wants somebody to fill out that because that is a, a way we generate contacts that go to um, our salespeople and our email, um, our email lists and things like that. Um, for your business, maybe um, that's not what you're, you're never trying to get anybody to go to that page. So a lot of, a lot of advertising that Coldesi does has an intent of you getting to that page. Yep. So if that is an intent of what you have, meaning that while people are on your website, they're they're seeing a series of uh, of buttons or actions that say contact us contact us do you want custom embroidery contact us and you're and if you're directing people there then i would say um you do not want social links on there because you're te- you want them to go there to get to interact with you to call you or to give you their email address or email you um now if your contact us is in a side that's really just for the folks who want to find all the ways to contact you and you're not expecting to generate business from there necessarily, then I would be more open to putting um, social on there. That's, I mean, that's a great way way to put way to put it. It is business goals because you may prefer that people visit your Facebook page more than anything else. That's where you interact. You have, you don't have a sophisticated website with a CRM and all of these things. Um, you get too many emails to keep up with and it's cluttered with other things, but you are on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter a lot. You enjoy being there. You interact with a lot of your customers there. So pushing people towards your Facebook page or Facebook messenger to contact you might be better for you because that's how you will actually be able to interact with them. First, the contact form is not no goal. So it's, it, all of this needs to be goal driven. I think the bottom line is you just got to think about it. Don't yeah. do it other websites do it. Don't do it because that's the way we do it. Um, do it because you've got intent on what you want to happen. But do it because we tell you you should do it. Yeah, I mean, you, you should. That's, do that's, really, that's an important lesson. You will. You should do whatever will, we tell you. As we say this a lot, but you will get more business if you have a good contact us page and it fi- finishes on a good thank you page. Yeah, I I, I agree. And Mark, uh, what do you think about sharing from the from the from the thank you page. So I bring this up because I know that um, like Coleman and company has got the, um, the rewards program mm-hmm. and we encourage referrals and things and things like that is, is the thank you page a good place to have people share any information from the website? So yeah, yeah I'll, um, it's interesting. So again, I say goal driven. So what's the, um, why would they share? Um, I would ask this question first. Why would they share your page after they filled out the contact form? Right? So um, that's that's an interesting thought on that. Why okay. would they? So, um, and I, so I think that may, maybe will depend on what it is. So if, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can answer that. Why would they? what what scenario is shareable because then because that's that's what's important i think in in deciding this so i guess i think about you know like a lot of people that come in for equipment um 
it's a husband and wife team mm-hmm. or a small business. So go. maybe, maybe you want to add somebody else's email address, you know, or um, maybe you want to share the thank you page because you see those three articles about the embroidery business, you know, share this page on Facebook with someone or share it on LinkedIn with someone. There you go. Now. So now I'm excited about it. And I think people okay. do too because um, that is a good reason. And uh, the thank you page has some in, has some good information on it. It could be a video. It could be, like you said, some articles. Could be products, and it's um, it's not sharing that you filled out a contact form with us. It's sharing the information that we're providing you now. It's sharing. Yes. So, so it might be sharing this page. You might have just three videos on that page, and you and you and you offer to share that share those videos, yeah. share this with a friend, share this with your husband or wife. Share if this if you kids. have that new product information, yeah, could be share this new product. So yeah. And, and worth considering it could be um, sharing the entire page by, yeah. um, by it's uh, it could be a form that they fill mm-hmm. out. If you have a little widget available in your website where you literally just type in someone's email address and hit share, and then it emails it to them. Um, like the Coldessi Rewards uh, ha- has all of those options. You can you can copy a link and share it however you want. You can s- share it via Twitter or Facebook, um, or you can just fill out an email, someone's email address, and h- and hit OK, and then we'll send the email for you. So you can do all that. It can be for the entire page, individual products, individual videos, whatever it might be. But um, that is an opportunity uh, for you to for to make it easier for people to communicate within their circle. So if um, someone fills out a contact form because they have questions and it's about making shirts for a, uh, uh, for a bachelorette party, they might choose to share that page with um, the bride or the maid of honor or a couple of the friends that are helping to, to put the party together. The, hey, I just sent this company some questions because I want to know what type of tanks they use you know, um, so check it out. Here it is. And making it, reminding them to do that in some way, um, can be helpful because it can help ingrain that sale a little deeper. Now that if they filled out the form, they ask some questions and they share it with two or three people that are in that, uh, group, um, all three of them now are looking at your page, seeing all the wonderful things you have to say. And then now they're all sold. Yeah. Now it's just the details and finalizing the order. Okay. Um, so anything else you want to say about the contact page before we move to this um, ever anticipated bonus content? <laughs> no, but I had another thought for a, uh, um, for a bonus after the bonus. Oh gosh. It's frightening. Bonus too. All right. Because we're, we're, what we're going to show, what we're going to talk about in the bonus is probably something that um, you're going to want to uh, flip over and, and watch on YouTube, you know, or uh, on the podcast page and see a video. Because we are going to go through that, correct, Mark? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything to show. Okay. I mean, we could. We I could screen share and show what's wrong. Because because what I what I'd like to do is um, I'd like to show off one of our thank you pages. Okay. All right then. So you've got a good example. So um, I can do that now. Sure. Okay. Why don't you do that? Um, I'll do that now. Um, you should be able to see the Avance thank you page. And I picked this one in particular because um, you can see the kind of effort, the amount of effort that we put into it. 
Um, you know, you've got the, um, the thank you for contacting, contact us. And I'm just going to read it uh, a little bit of it. It says, thank you for contacting us. And thank you for trusting us to help you take the next step in starting or growing your business and achieving your dreams. Um, Cole Desi has helped well over 30,000 people like you take these same first steps. And we're excited to help you do the same. So we're just kind of confirming that you made a good decision. And here's why you made a good decision. We're also letting you know to watch out for an email from someone with an at coldesi.com address with the information you asked for. So it's kind of, this is, thank you, made a good decision. This is what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the page is devoted to kind of jumpstart your business, jumpstart business bundles. So if you came in looking for an embroidery machine, what we're doing here is we're showing you um, <clears throat> the stitch and print bundle information. So you've got information on adding a digital heat FX printer. So there's an upsell, uh, adding a cutter with a stitch and cut system, uh, getting the monogram bundle, which has different hoops, custom sneaker bundle, the patch kits, uh, stitch and prints for caps. So we've got that opportunity there to show you what else you can purchase that makes sense and would add to your business, um, even though you've already filled out a form for an embroidery machine. Yeah, and, the, and these are all uh, these are all prop, these are all popular bundles that people often choose to go with. So most folks out there are choosing one of these. Yeah, and this is value. We also got to all these extra products by what our owners typically buy shortly after they get their new equipment. Yeah. So really kind of doing a service saying, hey, this is what other people are buying. You mm. should probably look at this now. Yeah, because uh, because if you are finance, so this this could be an example for your customers, right? Our customers, uh, a percentage of our customers are financing their equipment. So that monogram bundle comes with, uh, I don't know, maybe $1,000 worth of accessories, if I remember. Um, I yep. don't remember exactly. But if they're financing it, they might want to roll that in. So they don't have to take that thousand or five hundred dollars and put it on a credit card later. Well, yeah. your customers might be doing something similar to this if they're getting, um, if they're gathering funds from, uh, from different people in a group like like that, like the bridal thing. You know, everyone's chipping in their twenty bucks. If you are upselling them in the beginning on something that you know they probably will want, you need to, you want them to get that money now because right. the likelihood of them getting it later or it's gonna be harder, or maybe they'll just say it's not worth the trouble. Uh, so these are things that can help your customers make it easier for them. This could be true of schools who have a particular budget or somebody who is buying something for their company and they only have access to the credit card when the, um, when the owner or accounting department gives it to them. So these are all ways to make sure that they know everything they want upfront. And yeah upsell caps, upsell bags, you know, all the things that your business would do. Yeah. And here we've got um, two, we've also put in two custom apparel startup resources. And that is uh, we've got the podcast, the CAS podcast, and we've got a couple of online courses that you can sign up for as well. Yeah. I like that. So again, like this, this is just more good information um, that we're providing mm -hmm. for you guys. Maybe you put a sizing chart. Um, as far as like, you know, some, some resources that you can offer on the thank you page, download our sizing chart for custom t-shirts, or it could be um, care instructions. You know, um, what's the best wash procedures for embroidery? You know, mm -hmm. some, some other value that you're going to add because they gave you their information. 
Yeah, that's great. I, I like the wash instructions and sizing chart because those are things that might commonly be needed um, for folks. So that's great. I love it. So there you go. So that is, um, we talked about um, the contact us pages. We talked about thank you pages and gave you a, a decent example. Mark, what is that? What is the real bonus today? Okay. So the real bonus is how much time do we have left here? Um, I think we've got probably got 10 minutes. Okay. Five, 10 minutes. Then we're good on this. Okay. So I almost took the bonus away. Mm, don't do that. <laughs> All right. So, um, in, uh, in doing this, I actually was getting ready to do the same exercise Mark did was by bringing up the thank you page for our Coleman and Company site. And um, and while I did that, I realized that uh, the thank you page actually has broken. Is it the contact page? The thank you page. Okay. The contact page works. Okay. Um, but when you, after you click submit, we get the information, but the actual thank you page is, is not working. And this is something that we talked about in the last episode and in many episodes, you've got to check your stuff on a regular basis um, because things on the internet will break inevitably. Just to, it, it doesn't always make sense why. Sometimes nobody really knows why. It could just be, you know, all this information is being stored on computers all over the world and the information is bouncing back and forth and um, these computers break. You know, these computers get transferred, these computers get upgraded, and sometimes little bits of information get destroyed or yeah. broken or damaged and, or whatever it might be. And plus, you know, the, the bigger your site gets, the more products you add, um, then the more pages you have, the more opportunity there is for one of those pages to have an error of some kind. Yeah, yeah. And, and this could be um, if you have a WordPress or a Shopify or a Wix site, they might have platform updates that when that uh, creates a glitch on your on your site that you didn't yep. realize. So <clears throat> there are um, there are plenty of reasons to check your stuff. But anyway, we, I went through and I went to, I went to go check out our thank you page so I could share it with you guys. And our thank you page was broken. It is not actually displaying a page. It it just displays the header and then kind of no no additional information and then the footer. So it's an empty page, which okay. is um the opposite of ideal for what we're talking about here so while we're here now there I'm, I'm sure there is a thank you page um online and the data probably didn't disappear right so right. i sent a message to our developer and they're going to look at it and fix it and probably just put it up um, if the information is damaged they'll put up something temporary until i can come up with an idea so we maybe they'll just fix it with a blank thank you page you know Thanks for contacting us. We'll be in contact with you. Um, but now is a great time for us to reevaluate this Coleman and Company thank you page and talk about what we would want on it. So um, Mark and I will do um, we'll do what we do when it comes to things like this, and we'll discuss what should be on this thank you page. Why is it going to be there? And uh, and so you guys can get a little insight on what that sounds like, and hopefully this can help you. Um, uh, build a framework for maybe how you will have these conversations with whoever builds your website or your business partner or whatever it might be. Yeah, so, let's do it. Um, the Coleman and Company thank you page. Um, so the first thing that you have on that Avance page is actually just the like, thanks for contacting us, you know, and, and thanks for the opportunity. So I think that that's probably number one. It's just the yeah, con it confirmation. <clears throat> It's it's the making it's the making you feel good 
yeah. um, part of it, you know, for trusting us. So it could probably use most of the same text. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, Thanks for contacting Coleman and company. Um, you know, we know you have a lot of choices of places you can go for supplies and products like we sell. So, you know, we, we appreciate you trusting us with the information and I promise we'll treat it accordingly. Uh, so do you, can you, if you have that page up, can you copy paste that in an email to me, that first paragraph, just so I can, yeah, have you got it. And I can take some of it. Uh, okay. So now, um, now I was, I was thinking about what to put here. Um, I am not really, I'm not really thinking social links or anything like that on this page. I mean, generally speaking, we're not trying to um, massively push people towards social on Coleman and company. Right. Um, mainly because uh, folks aren't really just sharing DTG Inc. or paper for their digital heat effects printer or thread. They're not very shareable items. Um, so I, I don't know if anything like that um, matters as much, but I was thinking about um, something like you did on the Avance page with popular products or yeah, videos. So, so I, I like that. So what, I mean, so what, what do we want people to do on that page really after they're done? So when they're done, I would say, um, when they're done with that, I'd love them to just browse around some more. Yeah. So buy more stuff. Look more and stuff. they have five more minutes to just kind of look around. I would love for them to look around and just make sure they know everything we have, because no matter how much we try to communicate with folks and build the website, we do always run into folks that say, Oh, I didn't know you carried that. Right. And we have a big store. I don't know everything that they have at target or Walmart, you know? Yeah. Um, so um, sometimes pointing those things out is a good idea. Um, so in saying that, um, I'm thinking, what if we did, what if we did like something like you did just like on that Avance page where we had like six boxes or yeah. five or six boxes of products they might be interested in with a little, a short description of what they were. So, so since we've got so many, so many different kinds of products, the, the advantage to the Avance is that everybody there is, is interested in an embroidery machine. Yeah. Right. So if somebody fills out from any one of the bajillion products that Coleman and company sells, you know, I think um, to get them to continue shopping, unless we can embed that in some way um, in their, in their same category is going to be tough. It would yes. pro probably be better to figure out what featured products. Yeah. You know, um, so like featured they, products or featured brands. Yeah. You know, so maybe we can have underneath that, um, we could put, um, something to the effect of, uh, I mean, to not be too literal on it, but you know, while you're here, here's some other, I here's some other popular products that our customers like, here's things, maybe here's things you could add to your business. You might, you might not know. We, we might not know we had, uh, and then we can do, um, maybe, uh, so I'd say like, Embroidery patch kit. I was thinking that transfer vinyl, digital heat effects, or you know, digital heat effects white toner printers, allied hoops. Yeah, allied. You know, allied. So, so maybe like a couple from each category. Yeah, a couple from <clears> each category <throat> would be. A so, so like um, our 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 favorite products, and the patch kit, the new allied hoops for embroidery, 
And then for transfers, the easy peel hard surface paper. Okay, so what if what if actually then we actually sectioned it out um, by technology? Uh, so yeah. we, we had maybe four columns, and then on mobile it would it could they could stack on top of each other. So we could say um, uh, do embroidery, heat transfer, vinyl transfers. Yeah. Bling. And then we, and then underneath those, maybe there is um, two or three links out to things that are specific in those products, in those categories. I, I like that. We just have to make sure that um, when somebody's looking at it on mobile, and for all of you guys, it's very important that you think about mobile when yeah. you're thinking about all these pages. Um, what we don't want is somebody that has a question about embroidery stuff to have to scroll through, like how would they know? They're gonna have to go okay. through four boxes of DTG, four boxes of digital. So they'll have to be like expanding. Have to be expanding. Expanding. So then we could do like, you know, expanding menu um, of cat of categories. Yes. So then if that, so then on mobile, the thank you message would, would take up, you know, the first 20% of that page on desktop is just a couple sentences and then underneath that we can fit on mobile and on desktop right in that area um four or six categories probably six is what i'm leaning towards that will all fit on that single screen and it yep. needs a message of what they're looking at above that you know yeah. so shop shop other popular categories and then um when they click on that embroidery um it opens up an expansion menu and it will say, you know, embroidery grip hooping, allied embroidery hoops, um, yep. um, make custom patches. Make like sure that. we have apparel in there. Yeah, cut and think apparel <clears throat> its own category. Um, maybe I don't know if it should be above or below that, but maybe the shopper approved um, yeah. review scroll. I was thinking about the review scroll and um, and its importance on this page um, and where it would be because I would prefer folks to see the other things that that we can that they can shop around for then yeah the we've already the, got trust really but um, I mean now so we can reviews at the bottom I mean the, that that's the thing I mean nobody nobody ever really scrolls all the way down yeah um, I mean percent or less is you know kind of the standard number right but some people do yeah and you don't have to pay extra for a longer page mm-hmm so, you know, put what you want, um, the, as long as it doesn't affect load time. So we should probably check with um, the contractor just to make yeah. sure. It, it'll it'll check. affect load time if we add that there. It's just a matter of this um, uh, Google load time versus the actual load time of what the customer's seeing. Well, well then, then let's just pick like maybe half a dozen of our favorite shopper approved reviews. Yeah. And just put those in there. There's you know, it doesn't have to be a live feed. There's a featured plugin. Yeah, I think that can go there. Yeah, or we can do an image or some text. Yeah. Um, so, so for for you guys listening, um, whenever you embed something that updates in real time, it slows down your page load. So it page slows down how, is how long it takes for the page to actually display all of the information in seconds. Mm -hmm. So if you have a little Instagram widget that will bring up your top your, your most recent five Instagram posts and share those images. That is very cool. But your website has to go to Instagram, 
get those images and load them onto the page, which is um, significantly slower than if you just had five images yourself yeah. on your website. And I guarantee it's going to break. Yeah. Um, eventually. <laughs> um, so the, okay. the other thing I'd really like on this page is some kind of a reference to coldse.com. Okay. So, you know, it, it should be like if you're shopping for embroidery machines, directed garment printers, you know, commercial bling machines, UV printers, you know, that, that anything that's not already offered on the Coleman company site, you know, they should have the opportunity to go there. Okay. Yeah. So we can outbound link there. And then, um, I am thinking, um, rewards. Yeah. So we've got, you know, even if it's just a, even if it's just a small commercial and a link to the rewards page. That's what I think it is. I think it's um, maybe, so my visually, what I'm thinking of is uh, thank you text four categories or something like that. And then Coldesi and rewards. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to, I'm going to switch over again. So um, reviews on the bottom we're not going to keep you on forever, but I do want to want to show you this because this Coleman and Company rewards thing is awesome. So, um, like it says, click for rewards. Let me go back to the homepage. Did you mean tank? <laughs> there you go. So, um, click for rewards. So, Mark, even if it's something like um, just the icon, welcome to Cold SE Plus Rewards. Yeah, it could just be something like this. We have the Coldesi logo with two, two sentences like that. Buy machine, you know, here's where you buy machines and learn more about, you know, embroidery, et cetera. And then next to that, we have Coldesi plus rewards. And we can use this text, earn rewards with every purchase, get bigger purchases, yeah. something like that. Yep. Um, and then that will link to, we have a rewards page that specifically talks about rewards. And then the Coldesi one will, um, will link to the Coldesi homepage. Cool. Okay, we'll, we'll get that built out. I think is right, there so, we need to- No, worry? I mean, so so that was basically like a conversation that took us five, five to 10 minutes because we've yeah, got mm -hmm. templates in mind. You know, mm -hmm. everything that we talked about the pot in the in the podcast is kind of in there for the thank you page. Um, so I think that that's a great example for all of you guys to use to talk with your partner or with your developer or, um, you know, run it by a customer or two. Yeah. And if you don't know anywhere to start, you can go to our websites. And if you like stuff that we did, you know, feel free to kind of copycat that a little bit or go to retail stores or online stores or comp your competition and look at what they do and pick the things that you like from there and bring that into the discussion. Um, you could take screenshots. I like, I like this from this website, this from this website, this from that one. And it put those three together and there's my thank you page. There's my contact us page. Yeah. Or I think you just go to Coleman and company and keep buying things over and over again. So you can really, really get into the, into the thank you page experience. The thank you page experience now. Um, okay, great. So, so uh, I think we've wrapped this up then today. We've got a yeah. lot of information in, in a medium amount of time. So, yeah. uh, so um you know, as usual, Mark will typically mention if you have a contact or a thank you page and you want us to look at it for you, critique it, or just have one of these little 10 minute conversations on building yours, then uh, we're happy to do that for you. Just reach out. And otherwise, um, this has been a good episode.
Yeah, great. Um, do um, do everything we talked about in here. And, and again, we promise that in some ways your, your business will be better. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the CAS podcast again. This has been Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila. You guys have an amazing thank you page business. Woo!